0: This is An Alert USA Threat Journal, Homeland Security Weekly Update for Saturday, June 4th, 2022. This week in security news, there's a lot happening around the world, starting first with the conflict in Europe. NATO Secretary General Jens Stoltenberg was in Washington this week for meetings with President Biden and National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan. On Thursday, in an interview with reporters just after his White House meetings, Stoltenberg was asked for his views on what the endgame will look like for the conflict in Ukraine, both in terms of how it will end, as well as a timeline. Here's Stoltenberg's response.
1: Wars are by nature unpredictable. uh, And uh, uh, therefore, uh, we just have to be prepared for the long haul, uh, because what we see is that uh, this war has now become a war of attrition. uh, where the Ukrainians are paying a high price uh, for uh, defending their own country on the battlefield, but also where we see that Russia is uh, uh, taking high casualties. Um, Our responsibility is to provide support to Ukraine. Um, Most wars, and also most likely this war, will at some stage end at the negotiating table. But what we know is that what happens around the negotiating table is uh, very closely linked to the situation on the ground, on the battlefield. So we need to help them, to support them, so uh, they can uh, achieve the best possible uh, outcome of this uh, conflict.
0: This week, the Biden administration confirmed that within the latest tranche of military aid being sent to Ukraine will be four M-142 high-mobility artillery rocket systems, also known as HIMARS, this is a light-wheeled, medium-range multiple rocket launcher that will help Ukrainian forces take out key positions much deeper into Russian-occupied territory. According to Undersecretary of Defense for Policy, Colin Kahl, the HIMARS system was Ukraine's top priority request from the U.S. as it would provide the country's forces with greater range and precision than any of the artillery previously sent. Here's Undersecretary Call. This system will provide Ukraine with additional precision in targeting at range. The Ukrainians have given us assurances that they will use this system for defensive purposes only. In anticipation of this potential decision by President Biden, the Department of Defense prepositioned the HiMars systems in Europe to ensure that they could be rapidly delivered to the Ukrainians and put in place a plan so that we could start training Ukrainian forces immediately while ensuring they learn how to operate the system safely and effectively, as well as to maintain the system. We will continue to closely consult with Ukraine and surge additional available systems and capabilities in support of its defense. Call goes on to say that the HIMARS system will provide greater standoff. Quote, right now, the howitzers we provide them have about a 30-kilometer range. The HIMARS have more than twice that. Call also added that the U.S. has received specific assurances that the system would not be used to strike targets within Russia, even if such a strike would be considered in defense of their nation. Shifting over to the Korean Peninsula. Top nuclear envoys for South Korea, the United States and Japan met for the first time Friday since President Yoon took office last month amid growing nuclear and missile threats from North Korea. Speaking to reporters before their meeting in Seoul, the senior diplomats all underscored the importance of a firm and united response to Kim's actions. Sung Kim, the US special representative for North Korea, said that US intelligence believes North Korea is preparing its punggye nuclear test site for what would be its seventh nuclear test. Quote, this assessment is consistent with the DPRK's own recent public statements. Furthermore, we are preparing for all contingencies in close coordination with our Japanese and ROC allies. One day prior to this meeting of the nuclear envoys, North Korea was actually given temporary control over the United Nations Forum on Nuclear Disarmament. Yes, you heard that right. For the next three weeks, North Korea will chair the UN Forum on Nuclear Disarmament. Around 50 nations have already voiced their outrage, many during the Thursday meeting at the UN's European headquarters in Geneva. In Washington, State Department spokesman Ned Price said that North Korea's role called the entire body's utility into doubt. Quote, it certainly does call into question when you have a regime like the DPRK in a senior leadership post, a regime that has done as much as any other government around the world to erode the non-proliferation norm. AlertUSA maintains around-the-clock monitoring of the security situation on the Korean Peninsula as well as in Eastern Europe and will immediately notify service subscribers of any changes to the overall threat picture as events warrant. Next up, AlertUSA begins coverage of the tropics this week to align with the June 1st start of the hurricane season. As of the time of this report's preparation Friday evening, a disorganized tropical system is dumping significant amounts of rain in western Cuba and South Florida as it heads northeast. The disturbance is expected to become a tropical storm by Saturday and pass over into the Atlantic by early Sunday. At present, there is nothing else of consequence in the National Hurricane Center's five-day outlook. Alert USA reminds listeners in hurricane-prone areas that now is the time to be preparing your home and family for the season, and it's expected to be a busy one. In this situation, life is much easier if you are proactive in your efforts instead of being suddenly reactive with the rest of the population. In travel security news, Once again, AlertUSA cautions that the conflict in Eastern Europe has a potential to get much worse, and spillover or intentional incursion into neighboring NATO nations is a possibility. If you are planning travel abroad, regardless of the destination, AlertUSA strongly recommends checking out the U.S. State Department's travel website, as well as that of the CDC, for safety, security, and health considerations for your destination, as well as for the latest evolving international travel regulations. In addition to U.S. government travel guidance, Alert USA also recommends taking a few minutes to visit the equivalent websites of the Canadian, Australian, and British governments to see the travel guidance that those nations are providing to their citizens as security analysis and assessments often vary. Considering the rise in global tensions, additional security insights and perspectives should always be sought. AlertUSA also recommends U.S. citizens preparing to travel abroad take a few minutes to register your trip with the State Department's Smart Traveler Enrollment Program so you can receive important information from the embassy about safety conditions in your destination country, both before and while you are there, as well as to help the U.S. Embassy contact you in an emergency. You can find more on each of the stories in this report in the latest issue of the Threat Journal email newsletter. Take a moment and visit ThreatJournal.com to sign up. The publication is free, and a copy of this week's issue will be immediately sent to you via email. If you would like to receive breaking threat and incident alerts on your mobile device, visit AlertsUSA.com. AlertUSA continues to monitor the overall domestic and international threat environment and will immediately notify service subscribers via SMS messages and email of new alerts, warnings and advisories, or any other factors which signal a change in the overall threat picture for American citizens as events warrant. This has been an AlertUSA Threat Journal Homeland Security Weekly Update for Saturday, June 4, 2022.